One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. podcast that i told you about the off menu oh yeah that someone on reddit suggested to me which then yeah. they kept talking to me and i was like oh are you british do you have more just like the things that they were saying like yeah they're like i realized that it took me a long time to respond to you so if you cba to respond back and it took me a second to realize that they meant like can't be asked like, oh, I can't be arsed to message yeah. back. And then they just said like other things like, you know, I'm meant to do this or what. And I was like, oh, are you British? a British friend? And then <laughs> they were like, have you listened to it yet? And I was like, well, no, because I'm in the middle of a good omens audiobook and I need to like finish that. I was like, God, I sound like such a fucking like Anglophile. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me all of your British content. I've never heard of British culture. Once I'm done with this other British concept. That's cute. Content. I sound like a tiaboo. Like a weeaboo? Yeah, but a tiaboo. Is because you love British things. Oh Is that what they call it? <laughs> I've heard, I heard that recently. That's so funny. I know. Uh, anyway. Anyway. What's up? Oh, are you recording? Yeah. Oh, whoops. This is a show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even doing my recording voice. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's me, Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. Nice. I have a question for you. Did you ever see, before I ask this question, you ever watch, like, you ever have somebody introduce a piece of media to you? They're like, oh, yeah, I love this thing. And you watch it and you're like, I understand now. Yes. So much of this makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um was listening to music in my car the other day with my girlfriend, Hot Toast. Brag more. And uh, <laughs> I have a car and a girlfriend. <laughs> and music. Uh, but a song came on. And she was like, oh, this doesn't sound like a song that you would like. And I was like, it was a by Remember Sports. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to them? I really like them. And I was like, oh, have you ever listened to them? Here, uh, listen to this other song of theirs that I like. And then that song started and she was like, oh, okay. okay. Oh, right, there right, it right, is. Right, okay. There yeah. All right. I get it. This makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Man, I was joking, but I don't have a car or a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> 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 you have uh, ears. For music. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you have ears, two chains, zero girlfriend. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you. <laughs> Good. I was about to quote Mitch Hedberg. I never wave at people. I don't want to look like I'm bragging. What if he doesn't have an arm? <laughs> I was about to quote it. Thank God you didn't. <laughs> uh, hey, look what I got. <laughs> okay, but that does remind me of a story. We're never going to get to the beginning of this episode, but that's fine. Because I don't remember how the format of these episodes go anyway. Yeah, this was fine. So I was at a guitar center one time and I was trying to... I had an electric acoustic guitar that mm-hmm. had like a battery compartment. In yeah. It. 
and I was trying to replace the batteries, but I couldn't get the thing open. Uh. It, like, it took me forever, but I, like, in the process of trying to get it open, like, ripped my fingernails, oh. like, really short, you know? Like, yeah. And so I was, I took it to Guitar Guitar Center to try and get this guy to look at it, and he was like, did you replace the batteries in this? And I was about to say, yeah, and I almost lost my fingernails. And I looked down and realized he didn't have the first knuckles on his hands. <gasps> so this man didn't have fingernails at all. And I'm like, here I am flexing my fingernail privilege. Oh, so no. I went, yeah, and it didn't help. <laughs> yeah, my hand. Mm. Just caught myself real fast before I was like, my poor fingernails. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to bitch more? <laughs> When's that baby do? <laughs> sorry we're very funny um you know just reference a lot of other things that's how you know we're funny anyway did you have a question i do i do have a question (laughs) if you could live in a holiday ooh, that's fun which one would you want to live in hmm hmm that's cute (laughs) which one so the options are yeah, you know, the major ones. Like New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'm going through the year. Yeah. Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, Father's Day. Fourth of July. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, how neat. President's Day. President's Day. MLK. Sure. Birthday. Sure, sure. Um, honestly, uh, Friendsgiving okay all right so thanksgiving but the one that i celebrate with my friends yeah 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 Yeah. that's true that is a really good one i've always really liked thanksgiving it's always been kind of my favorite holiday even though i don't celebrate with my family anymore when i was a kid i Mm -hmm. just liked it because it was like we all get together and hang out but there's no pressure of like getting presents yeah you know like the point of it is just to like hang out together yeah you know and Thankfully, it's far enough removed from the whatever fake reason for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that isn't real. That mm-hmm. I think it's just become the like spend time with people that you're thankful for. Yeah, I wish we would stop teaching the fake yeah. bullshit in schools to like impressionable little second graders because yeah. it takes so long to unlearn that shit. I know. Yeah, because when you're an adult, you're like, no, I don't give no. Mm-mm. That was bad. Yeah, none of that was real. Right, it's all fake, and the parts that were real were bad. Yeah. So like, stop. Let's just be thankful for yeah. the things we have and eat food about it. I agree. Yeah. So probably that one. That's and a good one. You know, it's a good color palette too. Yeah. You know, like lots of warm tones. Yeah. Uh, lots of warm food. Yeah. It's close to my birthday. Yeah. It's a very cozy <laughs> feeling. Yeah. Because yeah. all the food is warm and you're like, well, it's cold outside, but we're warm in here together. Yeah. That's a nice thought. Get to wear a big sweater. Yeah. Eat a bunch of potatoes. <sighs> Any excuse to eat potatoes. Some pie, take a nap, wake up, eat some more food. <laughs> and with our friends, we do, we have a bunch of arts and crafts that yeah. we do, which I fucking love every year. Oh, it's yeah. It's my favorite part. Cutting things out of paper. I know. It's just like, I'm so happy. You just <laughs> gave me like a stack of paper and some scissors. Last Friendsgiving, I don't know that you even said very much because you were working so hard on your was, hand turkey. I know. It's still on the fridge. I know. <laughs> it's prominently displayed. Everyone's like, yeah, we're hanging out. We're like, you know, like doing some crafts and Meat Wedge is over there just like, I'm doing serious business. I was listening. <laughs> I was absorbing. <laughs> and cutting flowers out of paper. Yep. <laughs> and having a great time. So... What uh, holiday would you oh, yeah. live in? Well, I think it would have to be Valentine's Day. I knew it. I know. It's Valentine's Day 
is not my favorite holiday. Mm. New Year's is my favorite holiday. Yes. For kind of the same reason where mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to do anything specific to celebrate. You just have to be awake with yeah. people that you like. Which hopefully you know, is hard to be awake. This is true. But, you know, you don't have to buy a presents. You don't mm-hmm. have to make food. Like, you can do those things. But yeah, but there's I no feel like requirement. New Year's has, like, the lowest standard yeah. for food. Like, just yes. go buy, like, a fruit tray. Right. No one's going <laughs> like, to judge you. You just need snacks. Like, if yeah, if you're yeah. going to host, like, you don't have to make a turkey. Like, literally, like, yeah. cut up a bunch of finger foods and get cut, some champagne. Cut up some fingers. Yes. And and that's it. And it's it's, you know, even, like... The cheesy reasons of like, oh, you can start over. Like, that's kind of dumb. Like, yeah. You start over anytime. You yeah, can be you like, do. I wake up tomorrow and I'm do something different. It can be. Yeah, start walking on your hands instead of your feet. Yeah. Exactly. It could be June 1st and you're like, you know what? I'm not doing that thing anymore. New me. <laughs> new year, new me. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. you can do it at any time. Yeah. But, you know, for, for a lot of people, it is like. Uh, yeah. Like starting over. But I just like the idea of, you know, hanging out with people that you love and not having any sort of attachment to it you know like, yeah obviously different like religions and different cultures have different calendars but we as a world pretty much yeah are all going by the same one yeah and so it's like you know it doesn't have any like religious affiliation anymore it's just like hey this is the time that we've all decided is a new mm-hmm. time and you just celebrate it so that's my favorite holiday but aesthetically yeah i know it's valentine's gonna day. have to be valentine's day it's all the things that i love there's like tiny cakes and chocolates and flowers everywhere i mean if you had to live in a town of one yeah Yeah. it would definitely be that one yeah although would it be february all the time you would be fine with that yeah (laughs) i'd be like yes well i don't know february is kind of sludgy yeah but i could live somewhere else (laughs) yeah some other climate (laughs) yeah you would love that just like little little patisseries yeah (laughs) i'd just be cutting shit out of paper Yeah, you'd be sending all your friends Valentine's across the country. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So much glitter. Yeah, so that's true. If I had to yeah, if I had to live in a town that was decorated and themed around the holiday, it would definitely for sure be Valentine's Day. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, should we go? <laughs> to the to the towns? No, just leave. Oh. <laughs> we answered the question, I think, right? We just yeah, okay, turn bye. it off yep. right here. Yeah. This is I think this is the end. No, it's not. No. This is the part where you go, why do you ask? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> Why do you ask? <laughs> well, because this is a podcast about children's movies. Right. It's called Replay Rewind. You guys might remember. <laughs> Replay Rewind, remember? Remember? <laughs> remember? Please? Please say you remember. <laughs> um, we talk about kids' movies from the 90s and before. And this month. Month? We're talking about Halloween Town. Nice. Which I've never seen. I haven't either. This is a Disney Channel original. Yep. I think there are three of them. True. We're talking about the first one. Yes. That never makes seen sense. It. Yep. I haven't either. <laughs> Don't know I was what happens. hoping that you had. Nope. Um no, one of my clients the other day brought it up because they had rewatched it recently and they started to talk about it and I was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> Tell me nothing. Yeah. They did say it doesn't hold up. Oh. But since I've never seen it before, I don't have anything to judge it against. That's so. true. We can't be too disappointed no. by our memories. Because exactly. we have none. Yeah, I erased everything from <laughs> before 15. So we're good. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what happens. I presume there is a town where it is Halloween. Yeah. And there are kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
something bad's got to happen. Having a bad time. The and they fix it. Have to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably some adult trying to ruin things. Mm, yeah. And not, not having, you know, kind of ruining the fun for everyone. Yeah. 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 I imagine, especially, okay, in 98, I feel like there was a lot of trend of like a corporation is coming to ruin oh, something. Yeah. I was actually, I was just listening to a podcast today about Bayer. No. Oh. The company. Mm-hmm. And the host was talking about the history of, like, um, in, like, the 60s and before, it was kind of, like, the state was the big bad in a lot of, like, media. Yeah. And then after that, it slowly started to become corporations were the big bad. Like, when Soylent Green was made. Yeah. It, like, started to trend towards, like corporations putting profit above all else is yeah the the big villain yeah okay i I thought that was really interesting because i never thought about it but it was like you know fahrenheit 451 yeah 1984 all that stuff and then it starts trending towards Mm -hmm. all the way up to you know terminator the resident evil series Mm -hmm. wally yep i was like oh shit i never like put all that together no good job other podcasts (laughs) It's called Time Suck. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, S- small shout out. I'm sure he won't mind. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you tell other people to listen to my podcast? But yeah, that could be uh, the issue. That's maybe just... maybe um, it's like Spirit Halloween comes in, <laughs> and it's Spirit Halloween versus, what was the other one? Oh, oh yeah. Big company that's gone now. I don't know. Halloween Mart. Anyway, yeah, maybe it's something like that. Yeah, that's just how I feel, like the... I don't know. Something is like it gets too ruining, too samey. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. plus DIY turned out interesting. That's my guess. Maybe the pumpkins are poisoned. <laughs> uh, they come to life. Sure, they're alive. I think there's um, we got a group of four kids, three boys and one girl. Usually, yeah. And then maybe like a kindly old. Ooh, like a kindly old lady who they're like, we got to do something about this. And she's like, turns out magic is real. Oh. Let me show you how to do it. If she's non-white, I'm going to be pissed. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The magical person of color. Right, right, right. Yeah, that could be it. Or it could be like, these kids think that this house is haunted, Uh but it's actually a kindly old person. Oh, that's... what I want to happen to me when I'm old. <laughs> I want children to look at my house and be like, don't go, don't go in there. The old witch lady lives there. And then one day, like a child somehow ends up at my house and they find out that I'm just a kindly old lady. Who bakes cookies. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what funny. I want to happen to me. You know, not to get too personal in the chat, but your neighbor's house was very frightening and there were always children there. So... Yeah, I don't know if that theory is going to apply. It wasn't the same kind of frightening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's exciting. And think about that. The last two years we've been recording in this corner of my garage, you guys have been treated to the sounds of my meth head neighbor. Mm-hmm. He's gone. He's finally been evicted. So I'm, I'll miss the outdoor piano. Yeah. yeah and the, the outdoor piano playing. Bathtub. And the children screaming. Yeah. It's all gone and now. The, the children were having fun. Not yeah, yes. Not <laughs> murdery. Not murdery screaming. They were having a really good time. It's just like, why are you all hanging out there? Well, yeah. Um, but he's gone now, so that's nice. I'm surprised well, they didn't have to just gut the whole house when he moved. Oh, they are. Are they? Oh yeah. They've oh. been hauling nice 
like dumpsters full of drywall out of there because there's like we're just taking everything out we're trying i've watched a guy cutting bricks away to reveal a back door oh that was completely bricked in now i don't know if my neighbor did that or not because it looks like a very professional job and i don't think that he has the bricklaying expertise but maybe he does i don't know i mean he did move the kitchen into a bedroom Uh uh-huh from what i heard and put a door where there's supposed to be a window on the second floor yeah but you can tell it's a really (laughs) shitty job (laughs) (laughs) it's not well done this brick job looks really well but anyway yeah Yeah. he's cutting the back door out of the wall it's wild it's a wild place y'all yeah it's probably haunted now yeah i mean he's still alive but he's probably haunting it yeah just with his aura (laughs) (laughs) all right should we go watch this movie let's go go. halloween town bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That was a fucking excuse to pay the costume department more than the screenwriting department movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There's a lot of really good costumes, monsters. For for the time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In that movie. And that's where all the money went. It seems that it did. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting episode because we have talked off mic, but Mm -hmm. I liked it and you didn't. No. So we're going to fight. We're going to fight. This is it. We're going to break up at the end of this episode. <laughs> we just came back. I know, but just for good this time. Wait, speaking of, no. for all time's sake. Oh, yes. We're ready now. And happy before we fight. <laughs> Actually. Yes. Two years of this podcast. Oh, my God. I know. Older, not wiser. Uh, we've learned We learned about Halloween. <laughs> That's true. We did. I don't we know did. if that makes us wiser, but it certainly makes we us learned, yeah. more trivial. We learned about the eyes, lips, face attack. <laughs> We learned about Halloween. Yeah. Furbies. Furbies. We learned about Furbies. All kinds of stuff. We learned it so well that I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I could, I, could, I see you shut down when I start talking. So it's, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's, I, tr- I try and tune it out because I have to edit it later. Right. You know? I want it to be fresh later. Right. I want it to be fun for me and a surprise. Got it. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> But yes, happy two-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, two years. Very exciting. To us. Yeah. And this podcast. And this podcast. And all of you listeners, you're two years old now. (laughs) 
Congratulations. You're a toddler. Good luck. I hope you're not currently driving. <laughs> Can our podcast walk yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I don't know when things are supposed to walk. Yeah. Before before two. Oh, okay. Good For to know. For the most part. Good to know. If I come across any small children, I'll be like, why the fuck aren't you walking yet? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Anyway, Halloween Town. Halloween Town. The IMDb says, when a young girl living with her secret witch mother learns she too is a witch, she must help her witch grandmother save Halloween from evil forces. Say witch again. Witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody should um, edit some of these. Like, that is true, but that is so poorly written. Yeah. That's bad. If you read it, like, with your eyes crossed, you're like, oh, I get the point. Yeah. But if you examine the sentence, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I hate this. Right. Yes. Succinct description, bad sentence. Truly. So we start with some spooky music, says the subtitles. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. Yeah, that Halloween should movie. be how it starts. We There's also like a jack-o'-lantern because mm-hmm. it's Halloween. Um, yeah. I watched this on Disney Plus, as Same. I'm sure we all did, mm-hmm. and uh, not remastered. No. Which I think does say something because some of the movies that we watch were like, oh, this has enough love. Yeah. That they have gone back and remastered it. It's true. This movie, I mean, and we'll talk about it more at the end. This movie was definitely just like, here it is. Go. Get it, get out of here. You know, yeah. like, just just make it and go. Like, it's definitely like not, uh, not a labor of love. No. Just kind of slapped together. And it was just straight to Disney Channel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we go through the opening credits. The only name that I recognize is Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. who is Carrie Fisher's mom. Yes. And she was in Singing in the Rain. Yes. She's great. Huge name in this movie. She apparently went around the set and introduced herself as Princess Leia's mom oh, to everybody, which is so really sweet. cute. Yes. Yeah. She's just the sweetest lady. Like the fact that she died one day after Carrie Fisher is really sad and cute that she was just like, no, like my kid's gone. Like I'm out, you know, because yeah. she was really old. Yeah. And so she was just like, nope. Gotta I go. don't want to. Yeah, I know. And she's so pretty in this. Like there are so many scenes where I'm just like, even as a grandma, like she's just gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. In this movie. It was really nice and very cute. So. The movie opens on some kids running around trick-or-treating, which is always, I know you don't know, Mm-mm. but it's always portrayed as so like chaotic in movies where people are like running across streets. And yeah. I feel like in real life, it's way more just like, well, you know, you go to this house and then you go to the, like, yeah. running around is just wasting energy. And there's always more parents. Yeah. I feel, I've seen people trick-or-treat <laughs> and it feels like there's like a parent leading a group. Yeah. And then they take them house to house. Yeah. And the parent stands back. Yeah. And is like, say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, and hopefully is dressed up if they're not a bummer. Right. But yeah, in, in movies, it's always just like, it's just running around. Why? Chaos. Wasting candy energy. So you were like, <laughs> you were like Sophie that yeah. we see just, just sitting in your window. Like, look at all those children. Looking out the window. No, Having I a good time. grew up on a highway. So. <laughs> Just watched the cars whizzing past. Yeah. You were too busy playing in the dirt. I was. What day is it? Halloween. Dirt day. <laughs> Every day is dirt day with tiny bucket snake. It's true. So speaking of, we zoom in on a house where the front porch is dark, which everybody knows is the universal signal for go away, children, no candy here. Mm-hmm. And we see a little girl inside sitting at the big window in the front, staring wistfully at all these children 
and she whispers to nobody, somebody's coming. Yes. But then her brother comes up and is like, Sophie, give it a rest. You know, nobody comes by this house. Mm -hmm. And we actually see some kids outside who were like, forget that house. They never have candy. And they move on. Right. They only hand out hot dogs. (laughs) It's fucking weird. Chopped up. (laughs) Hot dogs. Beanie weenies. (laughs) Just (laughs) dump them right in the... God, I was just thinking like, I I could go for a can of beanie weenies, but you (laughs) mean... just raw. (laughs) raw. Trick or treat. Crack it open right in front of you and dump it in. (laughs) <laughs> God. yes you can't have the can no keeping it <laughs> anyway so the house is full of kids at the time marnie who is you know older than the other two kids is arguing with her mother asking her to let her go to a costume party because the whole world is going and her friends are going her friends that are over at her house are dressed up and they're leaving to go to a party and she says, I'm 13. I'm practically an adult. Right. And she tries to get her friends to argue. Yeah, she looks at point. them and is like, I can make my own decisions. Right, guys? And the one girl is like, I guess. And the other <laughs> girl's like, is there an age for that? <laughs> it's very <laughs> uncomfortable. Also, I know I was mortified. Like, I could not imagine one of my friends talking back to their parent and then looking at me for backup. I'd be like, are you kidding? It is crucial to my existence that your mom like me. Yeah. Don't put me in this position. People do that to me at the salon. Sometimes they'll get in a disagreement with their partner. No, I hate that. In the salon, which is the size of this room. Smaller, even. Yeah. I would argue. Well, no. It just has a lot more furniture in it. Yeah. But, yeah. And I'm like, I can't no, escape. I, <laughs> I hate it now as an adult, but as a child yeah. with the adult in question? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. But, I mean, the those kids just leave. They escape, so. It's true. They're just like, well, good luck, Marnie, because... Marnie's mom is like absolutely not you know I have my reasons you don't get to go out on Halloween Mm -hmm. I know you feel like the world is ending it's just one night you will survive I promise end of discussion goodbye and her friends leave bye yes Marnie like continues the argument and is like look even my little sister is trapped in here and she should be out there playing she called instead of being like your child she says my sister should be out there She should get to trick or treat. Yeah, you're taking away a normal childhood from all of your Mm. children. I mean, I feel that. But her mom says, there are just things about Halloween that you don't understand. Yeah. And then Marnie's like, it's just just admit that you don't trust your children. Right. And she goes on this very theatrical rant about how she should just become a potato. Yeah. And then (laughs) she says, maybe I'll become a vegetable. Oh, Wait, no, Marnie, there's things you don't understand about vegetables. <laughs> Making fun of her mom. I know, it's very dramatic. I know, but and I liked it. I, she does do a good job of making that face afterwards of like, I shouldn't have said that. You yeah. know, she's clearly like, I don't even I don't even want to be this upset. It's ridiculous that we're having this conversation, yeah. but she also feels bad and knows even in her 13-year-old little brain that she's being dramatic. Yes, but she's also right. She's right. It isn't fair. It does, And it doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. No. Um, Even when we learn all of the things that we learned at the end, it's like, you could have just let her yeah, dog trick or treating, actually. Yeah, it would been a thing. Nope. But yes. her mom is like, yeah, whatever. Picks up <laughs> little Sophie, who again is like, someone is coming. Mm. Takes Sophie into the other room. She's like, it's almost dinner time. Let's get you washed up. And then Marnie and the brother, whose name is Dylan, continue their discussion. 
and Dylan is like, why do you love Halloween so much? You know, who cares? It's not that exciting. She's yeah. like, but it is. It's ancient and it's mysterious and it's cool. And besides, our parents met on Halloween. And then, of course, Dylan is like, well, dad's dead. And you know that it bums mom out to talk about him. So don't ever bring him up again. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's a Disney film. Only one parent is allotted in the budget. Yes. <laughs> don't have time. We have to make a costume with this fucking Cyclops lady. And yeah. we can't afford a dad. We can't cast a dad. We didn't write a dad into the budget. <laughs> Do you think when they auditioned for the part of Marnie, they just had the kids roll their eyes <laughs> and just picked the best <laughs> eye roll? Yeah. <laughs> I do think that this girl does a good job. She does. For the part that was written for her. Yes. She's a very bratty teenager. Yeah. She and she's very, very convincing good. without being like the way Christina Ricci was in That Darn Cat. Yes. Like this feels more genuine. Yes. Yeah. It does. It. <laughs> the only like disagreement that I had with it was like I could not ever in a million years imagine 13 year old Meat Wedge saying yeah. that to my parents like there's no it just wouldn't have gone yeah over well but there were kids that i knew who did talk to their parents like this i so. never saw this movie as a kid which we talked about at the top but mm -hmm. i imagine if my mom ever saw this movie she would forbid me from watching it because of how yeah this girl to give acts. you any ideas because she does end up getting her way a little bit yeah and sneaking out that's and... why i wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons growing up is because my parents were like bart is mean to his parents and it's a mm. bad influence yeah and I was like, well, maybe don't be stupid and I won't be mean to you. <laughs> oh, you said quietly under your breath in your own room later. I said, bitch. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Love you. Going to school. Speaking of school, we outside see a school bus driving through the air. Yeah, like it does. A stop sign, a bus stop sign just shows up out of nowhere. It's got a little spider web on it's it cute at lands. first i thought it was just part of the town that they had like decorated it for halloween oh, and i was like yeah. that's cute that is actually a cute idea yeah but no it shows up with the bus yes so the, here's a stop sign that means we can stop here mm -hmm. and then the bus pulls up about 20 feet in the air and debbie reynolds gets out dressed in this dark red cape with moons all over mm -hmm. it and it's like really pretty and magic-y looking and floats herself gently to the ground with an umbrella yes sort of uh mary poppins style right do you know that Debbie Reynolds almost played Mary Poppins? No. Before Julie Andrews got the part? She did audition for it. She would have done great. She would have. Um, She's got like a carpet bag with her. Also very Mary Poppins-y. Yeah. That refuses to get off the bus. Mm -hmm. She's like, come on. And it's like, looks very scared. I mean, it's just shivering. Yeah. Why didn't she just carry it down with her? Well, she made it jump. It's got its own autonomy. Yeah. She could have helped it down. I know. But uh, she threatens to leave it behind. And it's like, well, no, wait. Do they not have magic upholsterers? Because that bag is ratty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it needs some help. It does. Like a good wash. Yeah. At the very least. Right. So maybe some patches? Yeah. Maybe because it's always dragging on the ground. Yeah. There's no hope for it. Put some wheels on that thing. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it, it does finally get out of the bus and it follows her down the street. Yep. Back in the house... Uh, their mom is making dinner, but Sophie sees that there are cookies and she's like, I want a cookie. And yeah. Her mom's like, you have to wait for dinner. Yeah. And Sophie like huffs away and sits down at the kitchen table and she thinks really hard about how much she wants this cookie. Mm -hmm. And then we see that the cookie starts floating in the air. Yep. 
because the floating in the air department was also had a high budget for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Sophie does not see this happening. She's turned her back and she's like pouting. I yeah. really want that cookie. But the mom sees it happening. She says, not again. It grabs the cookie out of the air and jams it in her mouth real quick because Sophie has turned around. And Sophie's like, are you eating a cookie? Yeah. And we're like, no. No. What? <laughs> but just then, the witch lady shows up and we find out it's their grandma. Yeah. Everyone is excited to see her. The mother, Gwen, is like, mom, what are you doing here? You know, kind of excited, but also a little bit like, thanks for not calling. But ahead also, of time. like, it sounds like she shows up on Halloween all the time. Yeah. And also, she knows that they can't call between worlds. That's true. But because she she's from there. She doesn't want her kids there. to know any of these things. I guess. So she's putting on a front. She doesn't want us to know any of these things is really what it is. We don't get the reveal until mm, later. Yes. But everybody comes in, is very excited to see her. Did you bring us presents? And she's like, what kind of grandma would be if I didn't? You know, take my bag. We'll go in the other room. We'll check them all out. So Sophie and Grandma Aggie leave. Mm -hmm. Marnie stays behind to talk to her mom and say, you know, don't fight with her this time. Maybe yeah. We don't get to see her very often. You know, it's been like a whole year since we saw her. Maybe don't fight with her this time. That is too adult of a conversation to have with your parent. Yeah. Can and, you not fight with grandma this time? Right. Like, what, bitch. I know. And then Dylan comes in and is like, well, Grandma Aggie always starts it. And it's like, nobody asked you, dude. Yeah. That kid. <laughs> you love him. <laughs> Can't stand that shot. He is like the epitome of like the 90s boy character. I know, though. but it's like he's trying to yes. be as insufferable as possible. He's also too loud. He's you, like shouting. You hate that. I do hate it. <laughs> I don't, the, the older I get, the more I'm like, could everyone just be quiet? <laughs> Stop shouting. Could I just turn down the volume? Which is really great for working with children. So then Marnie and Dylan fight about it. Does not, does too, does not, whatever. Yeah. In the other room, we see Aggie has opened her suitcase and it's full of, you know, that generic old lady candy that you get at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. That's like just mints and butterscotch and colorfully wrapped. And from it, she pulls out this giant wooden skeleton that she just kind of throws at Gwen. Yes. She's like, I'm here. Hooray. She gives a huge wreath of garlic to Sophie. She's like, hang this on the door. It's It bothers the vampires. Yeah. And then she says to Gwen, you know, this is Marnie's 13th Halloween. And Gwen's like, yes, I'm very aware of how old my child is. Thank you. Can I talk to you in the other room, please? Yeah. Agatha is like... If my calculations are correct. Right. It's like, listen, we all know how old she is, okay? Yeah. <laughs> She's seen her roll her eyes. Right. She said it, for one thing. <laughs> At this point, I was like, did they just go with the normal lights from the house to light this scene? Hmm. They're like, we don't need other light. Just flick on the overhead light. Yeah. We're good. It's very dark. No studio lights. No. They spend it all on the costumes. Yep. It just feels very dark in this house. And everything, this bothers me throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. They're too close on people's faces. So again, it's like, is this a set or are you just in someone's house? Oh, yeah. I Do mean, not have enough room. Yeah, maybe they were. For the camera. Again, low budget. It's Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but it's straight to DVD. I know. <laughs> well, straight to VHS. Oh, Do, yeah. Do we have DVDs in 98? I think so. I feel like they were just starting to be a thing. Yeah. Around there. Anyway, when did Twister come out? 99. Okay. Twister was the first movie to be released on DVD. Right? Wasn't it 99? We've looked this up before. Probably. I feel like it was 98. Anyway. Maybe it was. It wasn't. It was just a Disney channel. They were just airing it on the Disney channel. Yes? 96. Oh. 
So yeah, we okay, had DVDs so galore. They were all over the place. But they were old hat by this point. But I don't think <laughs> DVD this one player was, was still like four hundred dollars. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think this one was intended to be released on DVD. It was just yeah, straight shipping, to you know, like all Disney the, Channel. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's still the it's still the fucking Disney Channel though. Yeah. <laughs> get some bulbs in there. <laughs> Can we get some light in here? Also, I get the feeling that no one in this family likes this little boy very much. Dylan? Yeah. Yeah, they like, all just shut up. Kind of ignore, ignore him. him. Yeah. yeah. Anything he says, they just look at him. Yep. And then go on with what they were doing. Yep. He does say later in the movie, it's always a troublemaker to get all the attention. It's true. And I was like, you right. It's true. He gets Poor kid. <laughs> ignored or smacked. Yes. Because the only time he gets attention is when he makes like a little joke and then somebody's like, shut up, Dylan. And smacks him. Poor kid. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so loud. Anyway... <laughs> Marnie finds a pentagram necklace in this big old bag that she's very excited about. She's like, oh, look, a pentagram. Hell yeah. Um, Sophie's just like, what else can I do? Which I love when kids are like super helpful. Yeah. And Aggie gives her these pumpkins with very scary faces carved in them. Yeah. She's like, here, put these out. But then she gives Marnie these rocks with Egyptian hieroglyphics carved in them. Mm -hmm. She's like, I thought you might find these interesting. And Marnie's like, oh, just like the Book of the Dead. And she's talking about it, you know. And then Indiana Jones runs in the room and says, it belongs in a museum! (laughs) Snatches them and runs off. My rocks! (laughs) Um, But Marnie's like, nobody appreciates my taste in weird stuff like you do. You know, this is so cool that you know all this weird stuff. Also, I get deja vu all the time, she says, apropos of nothing. Yeah. And Aggie's like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah tell me what, what have you been up to? Yeah. You know, have you tried to um, do anything? Yeah. Tell me about your life. Yeah. But Gwen is like, I really need to talk to you in the kitchen right now, please. And Aggie's like, sure, sure, sure. As, long, as soon as we get our costumes on and starts yanking costumes out of this giant bag. Which Marnie puts on just like a bunch of colorful rags sewn together in a vague cloak shape and a big hat. And yeah. she's like, I'm a Wiccan. <laughs> like, cool. I guess. Are I'm you? just glad she didn't use the slur for the Romani people. Sure. Because that's what I expected her to say. Yeah. So that's at least good. It's true. Could have been worse. Yeah. But also just that she's like instantly like, she doesn't even say witch. She's like, I'm a Wiccan. Right. I don't know. Sophie is a ghost. Which she just kind of has like a bunched up sheet on her head. And I'm like, can that child see? Nope. Like they never like adjust it. Yep. (laughs) So that her eyes are in the right place. Uh Uh-huh. And then then... Dylan has like a coconut on his head with hair attached to it. (laughs) It's got big horns like a Viking helmet. Yeah. And then a huge like curly wig. And he's like, I think I'm a pimple. I don't know. what I, Whatever he's wearing, it's very strange looking. But when he walks into the other room, you see the back of him, and it has a huge butt. <laughs> yeah, like, it has like a huge belly and a huge butt. A what? I don't know what he is. Someone on the set was like, this is funny. <laughs> I guess so. like, They didn't like this kid either. Like, right. Put him in something stupid. But this is where Gwen puts her foot down. She's like, these kids are absolutely not going trick-or-treating. And Aggie's like, no, I agree. It's dinner time. Let's go. So yeah. they all go. They eat dinner. We never learn what it is because we just see them eating cookies. Maybe they had cookies for dinner. I don't know. We see the leftovers later. Oh, that's true. They had chicken. Yeah. And um, cookies. Chicken and cookies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but so Gwen tells all the kids to go to bed. And Aggie's like, yeah, your mom and I need to discuss grown-up things. Mm. But the kids are like, please, will you tell us a bedtime story? And Gwen's like, okay, she can tell you one. And so they run up to get ready. And the two adults are finally alone so they can talk. And Aggie's like, you know, I really miss the kids. They've grown so much. It was so nice seeing them. 
um, maybe I was just thinking you guys could come live with me. And yeah. Gwen's like, absolutely not. There's plenty of room in the house and I miss having you all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gwen's like, absolutely never going to do that. I like being normal. I like living here. I want the kids to be normal. I want everything to be boring forever. Yep. I like it. She likes boring. She's a very beige person. Yes. And, you know, she tells her mom, I love you, but you are not normal. And then, you know, she's like, okay, look, I don't want to fight. It's really cool to see you. The kids want to hear a story. Go tell them one, but please don't mention home. Don't yeah. say anything about home to them. And Aggie promises. And then immediately starts talking. Immediately. She doesn't waste two seconds. She gets up to Sophie and Marnie's room and Dylan pops in his head and is just like, just checking everybody's thermostat to make sure it's the right. Because he's trying to play it all cool. that He, he doesn't care about a bedtime story. He right. just wants to see. And Marnie's like, shut up and get in here. And he's like, okay. There's and... not a thermostat in the kids' room anyway, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But Aggie immediately starts telling them about where she lives. Yeah, it's just like, it's, you know, a really cool place. There's all kinds of creatures around. There's ghosts and ghouls and vampires and just, you know, all kinds of people running around. And, of course, there's some witches. And she gives Marnie this very knowing look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Dylan says, you know, there's an impressionable child here. I think we need to qualify that Halloween Town isn't a real place. Yeah. (laughs) And Aggie's like, well... I read about it in a book, so it could be real. Right. So, of course, Dylan is like, a, bu- a book, you say? I trust books. Let's yes. see this book. Did and you do your own research? She-, <laughs> <laughs> she just so happens to have it right there in her pocket, and she pulls it out. In her dog pocket. In her dog pocket. And they look through it, and Marnie's like, these are all the things I'm interested in. And it's really just pictures. Yeah. It doesn't it's- look like there's really a story. No, it's definitely just like, look at the werewolf walking down the street. Yeah. This one well, is a ghost. Werewolf barber. Yes. Don't get it wrong. No, I'm sorry. He has to get there. <laughs> he still walks down the street. <laughs> yep. And it's interested in all the things Marnie is interested in. And then there's a witch who apparently looks just like Marnie. Mm-hmm. Which it's just a white girl with bangs. It's true. They did, when they picked Kimberly Brown to play Marnie, yeah. they sent in a picture of her to draw for yeah. this book. But also, yeah. It's, just, it's not like a super detailed drawing, though. It's just nope. like a little cartoon. It's just a kid's, yeah, book. I mean, they could have, you know, been like, she's got big, poofy, curly blonde hair. <laughs> like, that looks like Marnie. Yes. And this elicits more meaningful looks between Grandma and Marnie. Mm-hmm, like, ooh, of... this looks like me. Yes, it does. Oh, does it? Is it me? And then they stare at it for too long. And then Dylan is like, um, no. Yeah. Maybe she's a witch. She's got the being weird part down. But like, this one's cuter than you. Shut up, Dylan. He did. He says she's got the being weird part down pat. And yep. I'm like, 10-year-olds do not talk like this. Nope. <laughs> Stop it. No. That's an old person thing to say. Well, yeah. But so Aggie is just focusing in on Marnie now. She's ignoring Dylan like everybody is. Sophie's just happy to look at the pictures. But she's like, have you noticed anything interesting about yourself recently? But Marnie's like, nope, I'm not special. And Dylan's like, heard that. <laughs> But Aggie is about to tell Marnie something very important, it sounds like. She's like, of course you're special. You're a Cromwell. And throughout time, the Cromwells have been the most powerful. And then Gwen is in the doorway like, hey, mom, shut up. (laughs) X-nay on the itch way. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's bedtime and you need to get on the bus home. I'm like, damn, she can't even stay the night. You're going to kick her out in the dark. You got a guest room, Gwen? (laughs) 
I mean, I guess her two kids are sharing a bed, so or sharing a room. Well, maybe not. I mean, she's a witch. She could make a bed. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, Marnie does lay down in bed holding the book about Halloween Town. She like settles in and is like, I'm going to study this. Yeah. So down in the kitchen, because this house only has two rooms, kitchen, kids room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwen is very mad. She says to her mother, I told you not to tell anything about it. As if she didn't know that was going to happen. Right. And her mom is not sorry. You know, she's like, well, if you had told them about it, then I wouldn't have to. And then they get into this argument, which the gist of it is, you know, Aggie's saying Marnie is 13 and a witch should be completing her training by her 13th Halloween. Yes. Marnie hasn't even started it. If she doesn't start it by midnight tonight, she's going to lose all potential. She'll never get to be a witch. Mm-hmm. And Gwen is like, that's what I want. I want her to be normal. She'll finally be free of this curse. She'll finally have a chance at a normal life. We won't have to worry about it anymore. She'll be a normal human like her brother, like her father. Mm-hmm. Which then Aggie's like, I can't even can't believe you married a human man. Like, okay, we should have talked about this probably 13 years ago. Well, I'm sure they did. I'm sure it comes up every year. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Gwen, Aggie is upset because, you know, this is her family and this is their life and this is their tradition and her daughter is going against it. Yep. She's rebelling in the wrong way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, While they're talking about this and having this argument, Marnie has crept down the stairs and is listening, of course, and she sees Aggie... So Gwen is like struggling to put these chicken leftovers away. And Aggie's like, look at you with your dumb normal life, struggling with these plastic bowls. Everybody knows that chicken stays freshest when it's on the bone. And she snaps her fingers and the left leftover chicken turns into a live chicken. And Marnie's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and Gwen's just like sitting in the bowl like, you turned that back into cooked chicken right now. And she does. <laughs> but, you know, Gwen's like, no, I I won. Basically, time has run out. Marnie's too late to be a witch. Don't ever bother me about this again. I know that's why you came here, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. But Aggie's like, actually, I came here because something is super, super wrong in Halloween Town. All of my neighbors keep changing into these really awful, nasty people. And then the next day, they completely disappear. But Gwen just brushes it off. She's just like, my neighbors disappear all the time. It's called moving. And I'm like, I know where Marnie gets being a brat towards her mother. Right? From. Yeah, she gets it honestly. Yeah, and her mom is like, listen, the Cromwells are the most powerful, and I need another Cromwell witch to figure this out and fix it. Mm -hmm. And Gwen says, why don't you just get one of them other witches in town to help you out? Right, she's like, I literally just told you they were all disappearing. Yeah. You know, listen to me when I talk. Maggie's like, all right, fine. You won't help me. You suck. (laughs) I'm out of here. Enjoy your chicken. (laughs) And she snaps, and we hear inside of the fridge, just like, yeah, the whole fridge starts wiggling. (laughs) And she just rolls her eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. The eye rolling runs in the family also. Yes. So back upstairs, Marnie starts telling Dylan about what she saw. And Dylan is like, well, I guess being irrational runs in the family or something. Yeah. Um, And he, he, I do think that he believes these things, but he doesn't want to. So he keeps yes. be, like being pretend contrary. Yes. So he's like, I don't believe you. What else did you see? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more that I can refute. Yes. And Marnie's just getting dressed this whole time. She's like, I got to go after her. I can't let Grandma leave. I have to go figure out more. You know, I got to go. So I'm leaving. And Dylan's like, well, I'm coming with you just to prove you wrong. Basically. Right. Yeah. And they look out the window and they see their grandma walking down the street and her bag is dragging along behind her. Mm-hmm. And 
Dylan's like, must be animatronic. Yep, one of those remote control jabs. Mm-hmm. So they are running down the street and Marnie is like, man, I'm having deja vu about this. Wait a minute. Maybe my deja vu was not deja vu at all. It was just, it was premonitions about the future. Yeah. And then they never really talk about it again. No. But as they're arguing, they see the bus pull up and Dylan's like, where did that bus stop come from? It's never been there before. And they're like, all right, well, we're getting on this bus. So Aggie gets on the front door of the bus mm-hmm. and they sneak in the back door which apparently you can just open from the outside yeah the emergency exit does not make a noise they just climb in yeah yeah so fine, fine. yeah and they're you know basically flying through the air at that point yeah and dylan is like well that's probably some people from the costume party and we're hallucinate i'm asleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hit my head really hard i don't know none of this is real yeah so the bus takes a dive and lands in Halloween Town, where it is daytime. Mm-hmm. Aggie gets off the bus and we see her talk to her friend Harriet for a bit, who's talking about how she baked muffins for the headless ward at the hospital. Yeah, the headless shelter. Yes. And didn't think about how they couldn't eat them. <laughs> no heads. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It, it was that funny. moment is very uh, Moni Python. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Aggie's just like, ah, well, yeah. nice to see you too. Right. But I, no, it was, it was a good joke. Um, But while they're talking, we see someone sinister and we can tell from the music and the fact that we only see one hand. Yeah, open a curtain them. and then close it back. Yeah, from yeah. an upstairs window. We see a giant pumpkin statue that's cracked and his face looks a little sad and it makes Aggie sad. She's just like, yeah. that's not right. And then Marnie and Dylan get off the bus and they are just staring at all these residents of mm-hmm. Halloween Town. Yeah, they're walk they walk up near the giant pumpkin. They're kind of looking around. Dylan's in disbelief. Marnie's like, this is so tight. And then Sophie runs up to them. Yep. Because apparently <laughs> she also snuck on the bus and they didn't see her. Right. They she crammed herself in the back of the bus with them, where they were hiding from everybody. Didn't even notice her yeah. the whole time. I guess there was a lot to look at. Sure. But still. Yeah okay okay so she's just like i followed you guys um and then they see sophie sees the giant pumpkin and she's like look it's like the guy from the book but it's different something bad is inside of him Mm -hmm. yeah and they look at each other for a second where marnie is basically like how do you know about that so you know we get the impression that sophie was also listening to everything right and before they can really discuss it the mayor comes up to them to introduce himself Pulls an entire lollipop out of his ear. An earwax-flavored lollipop, I guess. Yeah, it's really gross. To give to Sophie. Yes. Fortunately, she's like, no, thank you. Yeah. She's like, that was in your brain. I don't want that. No. Yeah. His name is Calabar, which Mm -hmm. sounds like a character from D&D. Yep. And Marnie introduces herself and Dylan as Aggie Cromwell's grandkids, which he realizes means they're Gwen's children and... He kind of goes on about how he knew their mom, and he's like, oh, is your mom here? Yeah, he looks very excited about it. Yeah. But they're like, no, 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 we just came with our grandma, but then we lost her in the crowd. Do you know which way her house is? Yeah. And he's like, oh, of course, I can help you. And he whistles for a cab that apparently is the only one in town, Mm -hmm. tears around the corner, and it's driven by a skeleton. Oh! Wisecracking skeleton who... 
at first I was like, his voice sounds so familiar, but it was just because I was picturing Randall Graves. Oh. <laughs> which would have been great. Yes, that would have been very funny. He's very uh, expressive. He has very expressive eyebrow bones. Yes, his eye his sockets. Brow bone is never still. No. Wiggling way too much. Yeah. Like more than a person's does. Yes. Ever. <laughs> I don't think our brow bone actually ever moves. Like the bone itself. Yeah. It's just no, the it skin. doesn't. <laughs> no, it's just, but even like, even if you're like, well, we're trying to replicate eyebrows, I'm like, my eyebrows don't move that much when I talk. Yeah. And I have muscles there. That's a, just his only way to show expression, I guess. It's true, but it's too much. They went a little overboard. Yeah. Well, as it were. Again, they put all the money in the wrong department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, while they're driving, they drive past this guy in like a very just like patchwork, homemade looking Halloween vest mm-hmm. that looks like something that my mom would have made me. I don't know. It's just funny because everybody is like, that kid's no good. He's a punk. You stay away from him. And I'm like, he's dressed like me. Yeah, he just looks like circa 1995. Right, he just looks like any other kid. But he is the only one. One thing that does bother me about the movie is like the Cromwells and Calabar, I guess, are the only ones who look human. Everybody else looks very creature-y. It's true. And we see a couple people in the background that are like, normal you know human looking but their hair is blue or whatever but yeah it's mostly they're like huge they have huge features or bat ears or they're green or whatever yeah it's just like yeah the crumble well they're they are half human remember well the kids are children yeah running right yeah gwen too though she just looks super normal super normal and then luke also does although we learned the reason for that yeah just the only thing that makes him stand out is that he looks normal right he doesn't look like a punk kid. He just looks like I know, which I mean, I kid. guess is like I guess I'm glad that they didn't go with like a stereotype of like he's wearing a leather jacket, you know, or whatever. But I'm he also just like he's the dyed softest looking child. I know he's a ginger. <laughs> like, calm down, everyone. That's true, and he's very handsome. Yeah, Benny is like that's Luke. He's a punk. You stay away from him. No good. And so Marnie's just like staring after him, and I'm like, well, they're definitely gonna fall in love. So. Yeah, something. He is important to the story. Great. Yeah. But they get to their grandmother's house, which in real life is a bed and breakfast. Oh, cute. You can go stay there to this day. Oh, I would go. I know. It's very cute. It is a delightful looking house. It is huge. We only spend time in one room of this gigantic house. It is a big room. That's true. To be fair. Yeah, but they get there and the gate is locked. So Marnie's like, all right, now is the chance for me to try out my powers. Yep. And she says, abracadabra. Mm-hmm. Open sesame. Mm-hmm. Then she makes up a really terrible rhyme. Yep. And none of that works. None of it works. And then Dylan is like, you're an idiot. You're so dumb. You're not a witch. You call that a spell. Just yelling at her the whole time about how terrible she is. And while that's happening, the door creaks open and they look over and Sophie's like, I just pushed it. And they wander off and she's like, and I wished the lock would turn into a frog. Yeah, and then we and see a little frog. You frog on the ground. That's another thing that happens in this movie a lot. That I think is cute and a fun idea, but they don't focus on it enough, is that Sophie is actually very in touch with her powers. Yeah, incredibly powerful. And is better at it than Marnie. Yep. But they don't really acknowledge or, you know, like, there's just little moments like this, but it's not, they should have done more with it. Yeah, honestly, I feel like Sophie almost should have been the one to save the day. Yeah. Because, yeah, we'll get to it. But yeah, Marnie doesn't really do anything witchy. 
No. In this whole movie. She doesn't seem to have any like natural knack for it. Right. The way that Sophie does. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, I guess if you wanted to make up some fake lore, maybe it's because she hasn't been trained and she, it, time has almost run out. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, the sort of thing that's like, you got to kind of tap into it when they're small and really just like. Yeah. That's why you can't train a Jedi past a certain age. That's true. Yeah. Midichlorians. Yep. Or something. The mycon- my- mitochondria. Yeah. The powerhouse of the cell. That's the one. You got to be careful with it. You get too powerful. Mm-hmm. The cells are hulking out. Anyway, they go into the house and their grandma is like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like she should really be more surprised. Well, she sensed them coming like two seconds beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Inside we see that she's trying to make witches brew, but she's making it from an instant mix, which is like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And then she puts it in the microwave and her microwave has three buttons that say bubble, toil, and trouble. And she's she hits bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble, which I was like, tee hee, yeah, witch cute. things. Yeah. But this is, yeah, she's like, oh, somebody's coming. And she looks up and sees her grandkids outside and they explain, you know, we, we snuck on the bus to come hang out with you. Wait, I just thought of something. Yeah. She was being such a bitch to her daughter Gwen about looking for a lid for her leftovers and yet making a potion. I know. Is so involved. Yep. That's also hard, okay? All it, be nice. It's true, and she go <laughs> she doesn't even do it from scratch. Yeah, she's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is a hack. That's true. Canceled. <laughs> but Marnie's like, we're here to help you fight the bad thing, because you said, yeah, if you have more Cromwell witches, it's more powerful, and that's me. And at first, Aggie, she's a little bit like, we got to get you home. You know, we can't put you on the bus. I'll have to take you myself, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, well, I guess if we get you home before midnight, it'll be fine. I can use you for a little bit. Yeah. Which they never explain the midnight thing either. Nope. Because she has to leave the mortal world before midnight. And then they have to get back before midnight. I don't even think she has to leave the mortal world before midnight. She just has to start her training and start like tapping into her no, powers. No, I mean um, Agatha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, I have to get back before midnight. Yes. Yeah. They don't. They don't say why. What happens? Are you stuck till the next year? I guess. Yeah. That's the only turn into a pumpkin time or? that that like portal is open. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, they don't really go into depth about it, especially not. I, that that must be it. That's why they have to get Marnie home before midnight or she'll be stuck there until next year. Yeah. I guess. Oh, no. Okay. We figured it out. Yeah. But they could have explained it a little better. Yes. But Marnie says, that's only two hours from now. And Agatha says, time is different between here and there. Yeah, girl, you just walked through town. Did you not notice the sun is out? Yeah, it's daytime here. She ain't too bright. Yes. So then Dylan finds big old cauldron. Which Aggie says, this is my witch's glass and I use it to look around, you know, spy on you guys mm-hmm. from time to time and see what's happening in the town. And as you can see, there are some evil forces at work in Halloween town. And she looks at them and it's just like this big green face laughing evilly. Yeah. And it's from this moment, very obvious who it is. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> clearly Calabar. Yes. He just sounds the same. Well, and his mouth is the same, too. Like, I don't... Just the way his face moves is exactly the same. Yeah. They tried to, like, make his lips look weird because we see him, you know, in the light later. But it's like, 
it's definitely yeah. him. They just, I don't know, they picked a guy, I think, that was too unique looking. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, we can defeat him because I have Merlin's talisman. There's a lot of, I mean, I guess it's just like, all magic is connected. But yeah. again, they don't really dive into that either because she's like, Marnie, look at these Egyptian hieroglyphs never mentioned again. Right. You know, she's like, I have Merlin's talisman. So I wish they would have spent a little more time being like, all magic is the same. It's just these people have tapped into it in different ways throughout the centuries or whatever. But yeah. they just don't yeah. talk about it. No. No, there's a lot of um, fill in the blank for yourself. Yeah, you can figure it out. Yeah. But she's like, I just have to put this witch's brew that I made into this talisman and then say a spell over it and everything should be fine. Yeah, it'll fix everything. And she does that and nothing happens. So. Yeah, and she does explain that, you know, it would be a more powerful spell if there were more than one witch doing the spell. Right. Which and that Marnie was does... why she had asked yeah. Yeah, her their mom to come there. Yeah, and Marnie does offer to help, but she's like, well, you don't know you haven't been what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, and I don't really have time for that. Yes. But yeah, it doesn't happen. And so she's like, well, that's what I get for not making it from scratch. Mm-hmm. And then Marnie's like, okay, something I can actually help with. I know how to cook. I can help you. Let's do it. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Let's let's give it a shot. Here's the recipe. So they start looking through it. And she's like, okay, I think we can get all these ingredients in town. We just can't tell anybody what we're doing. The yes. kids are all like, all right. And they set off. They need the hair of a werewolf, the sweat of a ghost, and the fang of a vampire. Yes. Easy peasy. Super easy. You can get that at any Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the mortal world. Gwen is eating candy next to all of the garbage that she gathers up, and um, she pulls out a peppermint out of the pe- pile of candy, and she's like, ugh, yeah. throws it away. <laughs> Same. Um, but she is watching an infomercial for whatever reason, and it's like, fix your thinning hair. It works like magic. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, it doesn't. I know. There's a couple things that say, like magic, and she's like, that ain't magic. And another one, she's like, that actually is magic. <laughs> yeah. So she shuts off the TV and goes upstairs to check on the kids before she presumably is going to get in bed. And she sees that none of her children are there. Yep. So she calls the cops. Just kidding. She knows her mom probably took them. So. Yep. I mean, maybe also call the cops just to make sure, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If they also took Dylan, they would bring them back. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) So keeps yelling statistics at me. (laughs) It's like. That Tyler kid we picked up two weeks ago. (laughs) Oh, anyway. So back in Halloween Town, Aggie is explaining that she lives far away because mortals and Halloween creatures used to live in the same world together. But the mortal creatures, the mortal people were afraid of them. And so they bothered them all the time. And then the creatures were like well that makes us evil and we're gonna bother you back and they finally were like we just can't live together yeah it's better if we just separate we made our own world where we could be ourselves i do like that explanation that all of these creatures were inherently good at the beginning yeah but then because mortals were scared of them and were you know killing them and being mean to them they defended themselves right and that made them start to turn evil yeah and that's why they left the world because they're like, no, we're inherently good. We don't want to be right evil. I don't know. I just I'd never heard a a lore like that before, and I just thought it was cute. Yeah, it's cute. Like we're not scary and we're not evil. I yeah, mean, we like things that are creepy to you, maybe, but you know, evil, we are not. 
Right. We're we're nice creatures. I know. It was. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And then Dylan makes like a perfectly normal, not annoying point about he's like, oh, kind of like when Marnie and I had to get separate rooms and Marnie smacks him for it. It's just like, well, he just, why? He's right. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Y'all probably shouldn't share a room. I'm so mean to him. But she's explaining, you know, Halloween Town is great. We have everything we could need. It's super cute. We have a movie theater where we get all of the best movies. But then we see on the marquee, it says closed forever. Yeah. And she's like, she's oh, like, closed. Well, that's weird. Yeah. And at the same time, she runs, physically runs into her friend Harriet. Yeah. She was talking to earlier, but her face has changed and she like growls at Agatha. Right. And looks really evil and then like scuttles away. Yeah. And, you know, Agatha's like, oh, Harriet, the big bad thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, not again. It's getting bad more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then they see the mayor. So they run up to him. He goes into an ice cream shop. They run up behind him. He pulls a whole Sunday out of his pocket for Sophie, who he keeps calling Soapy, which is very funny. <laughs> That's really Because the funny. other kids are like, Sophie! But he's like, bye, Soapy. <laughs> but Agatha pulls him aside and is like, the thing that I was telling you about, it just happened again. I just saw Harriet. I talked to her a few hours ago and she was fine. And now she's like nasty and mean and evil. Mm -hmm. And he's like, listen, thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. You said it before, but I just didn't take it seriously. And I'm really sorry, but I'm on it. Give me a few days. And she's like, we don't have a few days. And he's like, your grandkids are here. Hang out with them. Don't sweat it. I got it. It's like, this is so transparent. Yeah. And he's like, just leave it alone for a few days. Let me figure it out. And he's like, will you promise me? And yeah. she doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all you Cromwells are impossible. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. He's not trying very hard to not be evil. No, not at all. So they, Agatha, Dylan, and Soapy leave the Sunday shop. And they're like, <laughs> where the hell has Marnie gone? And they mm -hmm. look and she's across the street looking at brooms. Yep. Because she loves to clean. Yes. She's super into it. Yes. And then this creature comes out who I guess is supposed to be Elvis. Yeah, he's very Elvisy. More like Spelvis. Am I right? Get out of here. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really weird. He's just like, oh, let me show you these brooms and like gesturing really wildly. Yeah. He's, he's not trying, Elvis enough. He's trying to be like a used car salesman, like skeezy type, yeah. I guess. It's just, it's another thing that it's like, it kind of would have been funny if like men in black style that have been like, Elvis was actually a creature. Right. <laughs> you like know, this is Elvis. Now is, yeah. But yeah. He's just is vaguely Elvisy. That they don't talk about. Oh, yeah, and his weird. face is just gross. Yeah. He's not really a creature that you could, like, pick out no, a yeah, type. He's just, he's just weird. weird looking. Mm -hmm. I do love the very, like, Star Trek-esque, like, everyone is human-shaped. Mm -hmm. They just have a weird face. Yeah. Maybe and a big head. No, they're a creature. <laughs> not human. He's vaguely greenish. He's green. <laughs> do you know any green humans? No. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's the best way to be like, he's weird, different, yeah. not of this world. <laughs> they actually had to make Halloween Town look more busy. They would have somebody like cross, you know, just in the background and then real quickly change into a different costume and then cross back the other way. Nice. There's like 30 extras. <laughs> They're wearing like 40 different oh. costumes. 
just running around. Did you ever see the Truman Show? Most of it. There, I don't think I saw the end. There's a part where they explain that like everybody has their route every day. Yeah. Like they do the same exact thing every day. Yeah. As the extras in the town. That would get so boring. Like, yeah. You're like, so I have to do this for as long as this guy's alive? Mm-hmm. Why would you sign up for that? Money. I guess. <laughs> but where do you, you can't spend it until that guy dies. Wait. I guess you can be doing stuff when you don't see him. Yeah. You can leave when everyone's asleep, I guess. Just weird existence. Yeah, can't I don't even know have a when day you off. Sleep, yeah. He's like, "Where's that guy?" I'd be like, uh, "Asleep, asleep." <laughs> He's sick. I don't know. I guess you could go on vacation. That's what happens to real people. Fucking weird. It's yeah. a weird movie. Anyway, anyway, Marnie is like looking at these brooms. She wants to get one. Aggie's like, "Absolutely, it's the right you know birthright of every witch to have a broom and fly around on it, and they're neon purple and stuff, like teen girls, like I heard. So we should totally get you one." And then no good local punk luke shows up and is like what's up babes i'm the head cheese you should hang out with me what up grandma <laughs> it's just so head cheese <laughs> wait he says big cheese <laughs> i'm the big cheese around here <laughs> ew i'm the what is head cheese like cheek meat it's really gross it's the dirt under a man's foreskin but it's it's also a thing that <laughs> people eat I hope not, not from a foreskin it's like a <laughs> part of a pig you wouldn't know because you don't eat meat i've never seen a pig are <laughs> you gonna google head yeah. cheese yeah great <laughs> I-, I talked about it the other day too like a thing yeah a meat jelly ew yeah meat jelly that's what i call my <laughs> <laughs> look how gross that is no <laughs> local punk luke looks like somebody threw up and then jellified it. It's really nasty. And he's the head cheese. Anyway, he shows up. He's like insulting her and also trying to ask her out at the same time. He's just like, what up, stupid? You don't know what you're doing. You should hang out with me sometime. It's you're like, going to regret not hanging out with me. Why would I ever want to do that? I'm... And he also is like rude to Agatha. Yeah. It's just so weird. And then she's like, oh, I thought I smelled something. The stinky cheese. <laughs> Ooh, she called it sick burn dinky and he looks so rude very insulted it's true he does agatha's like maybe some other time yeah she was like what? just be tell that kid to get lost i don't know he threatens them a little bit and then he leaves but he trips all over the brooms I've got and looks like an idiot friends that you would be scared of oh yeah and then he trips super spooky friends he's the worst like everyone here is spooky my dude <laughs> so then they i guess buy her the broom yep with money yep. and then they fly away and they just leave dylan and soapy on the ground yeah just hanging out with spelvis <laughs> while they take a- soapy and spelvis yeah <laughs> they take a flight which is just sure rough yeah the it's i mean the green screen cgi is very 1998 mm-hmm. straight to tv yeah movie you know they're doing their best um marnie is making the dumbest oh, so many faces. faces. They put them in a fucking wind tunnel. Yeah. To imitate being in the sky, I guess. And Agatha's wig, you can just see the glue <laughs> and the lace front and <laughs> the whole probably thing. Kept coming off because she's in a wind tunnel. I mean, she's truly. Also, she's talking strangely the way that she says, because she's like, magic is very simple. You just have to want something and then you get it. <laughs> and then you let yourself have it. Yeah. Let them have it. Oh, it's very strange. But she anyway. talks very much like what 
someone thinks a witch would talk like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she's leaning in. But so they land, and Sophie gets all excited. She's like, me next. But then we hear a voice say, I don't think so. <gasps> and who is it? Officer Gwyn of the Fun Police. <laughs> reporting she's for six. duty. She could have just let him have a good time for once in their miserable lives. Yeah, I'm sure they have terrible lives <laughs> at That's home. probably fine. But she's like, get on the bus. We're going home. But Marnie's like, no, she didn't kidnap us. We chose. So she didn't even know we were coming. And we're here to help because you won't. And Gwen's like, you're grounded, actually. And we're all leaving. Which apparently this is the only thing that Marnie listens to. Because she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, which is like, you're grounded. It's like, I'm in a different world, bitch. Yep. What are you going to do? Yeah. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Huh? That weird pig-looking policeman over there? Enforce that grounding. You can't. It's not gonna happen. It's in your jurisdiction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like too serious. <laughs> I, just, I almost I was like halfway through it. I was like, "That's not how you say that word." So I tripped up on it. <laughs> I was like, "No wait, I got it. Nailed it. Stuck, it. Stuck the landing." Oh my god. Anyway, um, Gwen takes all the kids. She's like, tell your grandma goodbye and you're never going to see her again and we're going home. Right. The next scene, it's, I wish, I just, I, I do like this movie. It's cute. And if you watch it in the context of 1998. Yeah. I wish I had seen it as a child because then I would have the nostalgia and I think I would like it a lot more. But there are so many parts that I'm like, I just, if they had taken this a half a step further, like this mm-hmm. next scene could have been really funny. Yep. Instead, it's kind of infuriating. Yeah. But Gwen goes up to the bus station and is trying to buy a ticket from a two-headed man who is arguing with himself about having too much caffeine and hurting his tummy. And (laughs) neither one of them is in charge. And they're ignoring Gwen while she's trying to talk. And at the same time, Marnie is sitting behind her just being like, I'm never going to school again. And I'm going to run away. (laughs) (laughs) i'm joining a motorcycle gang which is funny right but if this part had just been a little more like campy or like slapstick it could have been yeah very funny instead i was just putting myself in gwen's shoes and being like i would fucking kill someone yeah (laughs) i know you get to a point where you're like actually you know what fuck it stay here in halloween town i'll see you next year don't talk to me you know like (laughs) see how see how well you like it i'll just leave everybody can just go themselves at this point because yeah it is infuriating that these this two-headed man is yelling at her what it's like if you're not gonna help why are you standing here yeah Go away yeah you know they're not even like can't you see that we're on break they're just standing there to not be helpful exactly which is cool i guess yeah and then marnie's just like he's <laughs> like because Gwen says, this isn't our world. You know, we got to go home. This is not our world. And Marnie's like, well, it used to be your world. Are you going to just drop us kids too? Oh, those used to be my children. But then I outgrew them and I moved on. And it's like, could you calm the fuck down? No. Maybe. I mean, I do. I understand her anguish at like seeing that there is this whole new world that she didn't know about and she could have been a part of. Right. That she should be a part of. Right. And her mom is the only one keeping her from it but this isn't the way to go about it no no because she you have no idea what she went through and why she left and what yes things led her to this decision and to be like oh you just moved on and one day you're gonna forget about your kids too which is like you you're old enough to know that you're being very dramatic right now and like not just stop (laughs) stop also we never 
figure out how Gwen got there. Yeah, it's true. Because you're not allowed to call. There's only the one bus. And the bus. Presumably. Aggie had to leave at that time so as to not miss the bus. Yeah. I don't know. So how did she get there? <laughs> don't you worry about it. <laughs> don't look at it. Not important. Look at Moving that guy. On. He only has one eye. Do it. <laughs> Hey, wasn't that the guy that... No, no, no. Stop, <laughs> stop looking at that guy. <laughs> Dylan says, hey, maybe we should go talk to the mayor. He was super helpful. Yeah, he seemed nice. Maybe he can help us out. And Gwen's like, that's a great idea. That's exactly what we're going to do. And Marnie punches him for being problematic and not helpful. Yeah. But off they go. We're at City Hall. The mayor's office looks sketchy as hell. It's dark and kind of creepy. And clearly the window we were looking out earlier at Agatha and Harriet talking to each other. Yes. Caliber is doing who fucking knows what. He's got a little coffin next to his desk. That a little bat? That a bat puppet pops out of. And it's like, somebody's coming to see you. And then he jams him back in there and we never see that bat puppet yeah. again. Well, he jams him back in there because the bat whistles. Right. Wolf whistles about Gwen. Sure. Being hot. Okay, that's fair. But it's just, again, it's like, you don't want to... He, we didn't, he never shows up again. No. You know, it's not like a character that we can love or hate or love to hate or whatever. It's mm. just like, there he, oh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> that, oh. So they have this very awkward conversation where it's like, oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, it's been so long. You, Calabar. Oh, I didn't know you were the mayor. Wow, that's so interesting. And he picks a dead rose out of a vase and gives it to her and it comes and back to life. Ex surprised. She's just like, ah, you always were so showy with your magic. It's like, why wouldn't he be? He lives in a magic town. That's right. Not even that exciting. But you've seen you You're a witch. Your mom turned dead chicken into a live chicken mm-hmm. ten minutes ago. Oh. This is way less cool. Ten anyway. Minutes. What do you think went through that chicken's brain? <laughs> I know they're very small, <laughs> but like what do you think that chicken was thinking? Like now it's cold but she explains you know because he's like maybe i could show you around we could go see our all our old haunts and i could show you what's new and i'm the mayor so i'm important she's like actually i'm trying to get home my children that are standing right behind me watching this very awkward exchange Mm -hmm. need to go i need to go he's like oh and you were helping you were hoping the mayor could help you she's like yeah it's your job so he's like all right i'll help hang out here and then this Again, something that is like, she's adorable. I yeah. love her. I want more of her. Yeah. This woman who is dressed as a pincushion mm-hmm. spins. She spins in. Yeah. To the room. Yeah. And is like, message for you. She's making all these puns. She's mm-hmm. just like, stick around. I'll, whatever. You know, I'm on pins and needles. Yeah. <laughs> pins and needles. <laughs> so pleased with herself. She gives him a message and then she leaves. We never see her again. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is an emergency. I have to take care of it. Just wait here for me. Yeah. And he leaves. Uh-huh. And they wait there for him. Yes. Uh, Marnie is a brat some more. She's just like, if you marry him, I'm not calling him dad. Gwen's like, nobody's <laughs> marrying anybody. We're going home. Also, shut up. <laughs> Please. Grounded forever. Stop speaking. <laughs> Where is that silence spell that I used to know? <laughs> so then we see Aggie, who is trying to walk home. And Luke pops out at her and bullies her some more. Hey, Grandma, what are you walking home? <laughs> what? On your legs? <laughs> he basically is like, you know, I work for the big evil guy. 
and he thinks you're afraid and she's like i'm not afraid of anybody and he's she's like if he's so big and evil and powerful why doesn't he reveal himself yeah and luke says oh he wants to reveal himself to you she's like this sounds he's like trying he's to a take flasher. her out <laughs> yeah like they're going on a date or <laughs> but you know maybe you're too afraid but she's like i'm not afraid of anybody he's like all right come with me then and he takes her to the forever closed movie theater right and it's just like it's, it was there the whole time right in the middle right in the middle yeah of the town yep so we do cut back to the office for a second Marnie gets her mom to admit that she is in fact a witch and so is Soapy and she hid that fact from them because she didn't want them to grow up in Halloween Town. And Marnie does make a good point. She's like, it's not fair to, you know, make this decision for me. Right. To make me, you know, have to give up my roots. Yep. And Sophie, ever the next to the window child, <laughs> says, Grandma's going somewhere with that wiener Luke. The wiener guy. Because <laughs> somebody called him a wiener earlier. Yeah. So Marnie is like, we have to help her. Yep. And so they all run after her. Rushes out of the room. Gwen's like, Marnie goes after her. Everybody has to go. Yep. And yes, Luke is taking Aggie to the movie theater where everything inside is dark and spooky, but not in the fun campy way that we've been seeing, like actually dark and actually spooky. Mm. And then this like this scene is creepy. Yeah. Because we see that all the citizens of Halloween Town that have been disappearing are sitting in seats in the movie theater completely frozen. Yeah. A lot of them have dust on them. Yeah. They're looking kind of gray and dead and they're just like statues. Mm -hmm. And Agatha finds Harriet, but she's, you know, there's no response whatsoever. She's like, oh my God, she's a statue. Yes. And Luke is looking so lackey smug about it. He's like, nah. he's kicked his feet up in a chair and he's like, nah. every child in this movie is insufferable except <laughs> Sophie. She's a gem. That's true. But at least he's supposed to be obnoxious. But then we see there's a huge mirror at the front that's like all cloudy. Yeah, it's where the screen would have been, but it looks like the what did you call it the witch's witch's glass glass, yeah Yeah. it looks like that it's spinny and ghosty yeah very ghosty misty that's the word i was trying to think of (laughs) it's ghosty (laughs) damn it is ghosty ghosty out here (laughs) and then a a giant evil guy flaps into the room he really does it's just like a green faced guy yeah with a lot of robes yeah too many robes that are all moving independently of each other yes like, constantly yeah like he's in his own personal window <laughs> kind of annoying really, yeah like <laughs> like ah, i'm trying to talk fuck <laughs> smacking me in the face i keep getting whipped by my own robes <laughs> i thought it looked cool <laughs> does not look cool uncomfortable at all that's very uncomfortable but so he is flapping around at her and explaining that all the citizens of Halloween Town are frozen in time until he needs them. Like, they're fine. I can wake them up whenever. I'm amassing an army. What I want from you is Merlin's talisman. I heard that you have it. You should give it to me. I'll let everybody go. And she's like, yeah, I got it, but I'm going to use it to destroy you. So I can't exactly give it to you. Yeah. Luke just sits there and is unhelpful and annoying. Everything that the green guy says, Luke's like, yeah, yeah. One by one, more like two by two and three by three. <laughs> and the great guy's like, will you fucking shut up? And she's like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> it's just like, why? Why? They don't show any like reason why Luke should be. Well, actually, no, we did learn that. He got a nose job got a and nose some job. warts were removed. And now he thinks he's the big cheese. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now he thinks he's the head of cheese. <laughs> he's a Wisconsin cheese head. <laughs> he's just super annoying. But then the big green guy starts zapping at Agatha with his magic, and suddenly Luke's all worried. He's like, hey, you, you, you said you weren't going to hurt her. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, you obnoxious little kid. And he gets really upset. He's like, you said she'd be safe. So then we see Marnie and Gwen, Dylan and Sophie run into the theater. Gwen runs up and tries to stop. Well, Luke runs into her and she says a little spell where she says something, something with my powers. And then he's just covered in flowers. She's like, I said powers. (laughs) Not flowers. Right. She's like, let me see if these old hands still work. Apparently they don't. She does a weird like flip with her arms. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm in a dance video with Brittany and flowers (laughs) i mean it works yeah it's very midsummer what do you complain about yeah and then she runs up to agatha and pushes her out of the way right as the big bad green dude zaps her and Mm. it ends up freezing gwen yes and then he just goes ahead and zaps agatha anyway because she is distracted because gwen has been zapped yeah right then the kids start running out and they get all the way to the door and Dylan and Sophie are outside and Marnie is halfway out the door and Agatha goes, Marnie! And she turns around and Agatha's like, get out of here! <laughs> I was like, she was! She's going! She did! But she does explain, she's like, it just freezes us in time, you know, like, we're not dead, we'll be okay, Yeah, you get yourself to safety. So, I mean, it is nice. She just takes so long to explain it. She does, and she's like, we're fine, you should go. <laughs> we are just frozen and we will be fine. If you go, we'll be okay, Marnie. <laughs> it's so it's so silly cuz what it would have been so easy to have them have Marnie, you know, Dylan and Sophie being like we got to get out of here and Marnie being like no, I'm not leaving. Right. And, until we say, you know, and then having Agatha be like, Marnie, go, we'll be okay. Yeah. But Marnie is actively on her way out the yes. door. And Agatha's like, Marnie, <laughs> go. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. So they're We're all going. outside. Yeah. Dylan's like, why are we just standing here? You know, we got we to gotta keep moving. That guy's going to come after us. But Marnie's like, no, didn't you see the light hurt him? He can't be in the sunlight. Yeah. So we're safe out here. Which and he's like, okay. Doesn't continue nope in the movie but that's fine yep um so dylan's like all right so we got to go to grandma's house but marnie's like no we got to get some things first and dylan's like you want to do some shopping now can it wait i'm like use your fucking brain dylan no you're supposed to be the smart one he's only watching nature documentaries yeah yes doesn't know anything else so she's like no we have to get these things to make the witch's brew we have the list Mm-hmm. We got to collect the ingredients and right. then go and make it. So they start doing that. And we get this silly little montage thing. Yeah, of them collecting the ingredients. Right. I just had a realization. What? This is very similar to the plot of the Black Cauldron. Oh, yeah. Because the big bad is trying to train up an army to yep. take over. Yeah. And he needs an item to resurrect all of his dead army. Yep. To take over the mortal world. Mm-hmm. It's like the same plot. It's the same. Basically. Yep. Sophie is the pig. Because <laughs> she has powers. Obviously. Yeah. She's the powerful pig. That's true. That everybody needs. Uh-huh. Henwin. Henwin. I think it's very similar. No, you're right. Classic tale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, 
the first thing they do, they go to the salon to get the hair of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Marnie is distracting him by being like, hey, do you need any part-time workers? I mean, I could sweep up around here. I could learn to answer the phone. I could blah, 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 blah. While Dylan sneaks up and shaves the back of his head. She's like, I can even use this hair dryer, which is actually a flamethrower, which apparently just a real flamethrower. <gasps> like it had real flames shooting oh, out shit. of it. And Kimberly, who plays Marnie, was like, it was hot. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, my God. I do like this concept of them showing all the creatures doing their like day to day stuff. Yeah. I just there just could have been more. Yeah. Of and it. it's really clunky the way they go about it. And again, yeah. this werewolf barber is doing this weird almost austin powers thing oh no that's just how hairdressers are (laughs) you you look in the mirror and go yeah baby yes while i'm doing hair absolutely (laughs) all the time like baby you know this looks good on you (laughs) every time i'm just brushing some hair while i wash hair absolutely oh yeah baby (laughs) makes people feel very comfortable sometimes i get a little Kiss on the forehead. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, it's it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's like it's like they were trying to do that thing that Disney does really well, where they make adult jokes. Mm-hmm. Like this one's for the adults. Yeah, and they did a really bad job of it. Well, and I like the idea of you know the big scary werewolf being someone who has the personality of. A hairdresser. Yeah. Because it is very uh, counterintuitive. You know, like you think a werewolf would be in some other place where you do heavy lifting or. Right. You know, but it's funny. The joke. Yes. You know, but yeah, they don't take it far enough. Right. And it's just it's just this very half-assed Austin Powers yeah. thing, which I'm like, either go all the way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, Austin Powers is popular right now because it's 1998. Yeah. I get it. Or don't do it. Right. This is just somewhere in the middle. Anyway, next they have to go to the gym. Planet Frightness. Am I right? More like Gold's Gym. No, no. More like Gould's Gym. Oh, my God. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) That's all I have because I can't think of any more gyms. Yeah, what are popular? I don't even. Curves curses more like curses <laughs> <laughs> for women um yeah i don't know any i've never been inside of a gym don't know anyway mm-hmm. they have to get the sweat of a ghost which for some reason i have seen this scene before oh weird i mean i i had friends who had cable yeah so i was like around yeah somehow i saw brink like a hundred times yeah but I never saw any other Disney Channel original movies. Just Brink. That was because the kids that wanted to be your friend, they knew you liked that one. Maybe so. So they would be like, Brink is coming on at 5 p.m. today. We have to invite me wedge over so that she will like us. Okay. <laughs> she can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe it just stuck in my brain the most because yeah. I was into extreme sports as a child. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I do remember this scene. So there's a ghost who is going into a sweat box. Yeah. To lose weight. I guess. Um, lose ghost weight Dylan yeah. makes a good point why would you care if you're a ghost <laughs> why do you if you're dead you're trying to attract the ghost ladies I guess I mean you're dead but this is your every day this is your day to day yeah but I mean hopefully when you die you can stop giving a shit about that sort of that's thing that's what I'm saying I know but I guess not damn 
So he gets in this the sweat box. The beauty standards are unrealistic. That's true. For us living and the dead. Even for ghosts. And Marnie's like, distract him while I get his sweat. But I'm like, he's locked in there. You, He doesn't need to be distracted. No. He ain't going anywhere. But she cranks up the heat while he's sitting in the sweat box. And Dylan just keeps telling him all these little useless facts. Like, did you know there's no actual formal name for the back of the knee? And he's like, okay, kid. Get out of here, actually. Why are you talking to me? We all know it's the knee pit. But... He's like, whew, it's getting hot in here. And Marnie collects some sweat that drips off of his nose. Because there's conveniently a glass vial yep, in just, the room. Just there. Yeah. And she, there's like a water bottle yeah, with cups. If yeah. she had just put it in that, it would have been like, no. that makes sense. We're in a gym. But no, there's a glass vial there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. With a stopper lid. Mm-hmm. But and so, she collects uh, sweat off the tip of his nose. Yep. And they run out. And then he finally gets out of the sweat box. And he's very skinny. Yeah, his shorts are too big. Yep. <laughs> yes, the this whole thing is very clunky. Yes. But it's fine. Next, they're at the dentist. And they're at Dr. Acula's office. <laughs> <laughs> um, He is the tooth fairy, I guess. Yeah, he has to. There's a vampire in his chair and yep. she has to have a fang removed. Yep. And she's like, is it going to hurt? And he's like feel a thing and mm-hmm. then he pops out her fang she's like wow i only have one fang now it's i feel like so i would be, much better would be upset but. yeah truly but he's like i'm the tooth fairy mm-hmm. and marnie is there dressed as the hygienist so she collects the fang and they leave how serendipitous hmm. that a vampire needed a fang extracted right then and there yeah just really good timing <laughs> it's halloween tone <laughs> so there's also a ghost in a sweat box yeah but at least that's next to a set of clippers and every day he works there that's like an everyday thing you know they they have to look around a little bit but i mean just the timing of it anyway so unrealistic (laughs) so they're like okay now we can go back to grandma's house and they're heading that way and benny roars up in his taxi and he's like get in i'll drive you there it's on the house totally free come on hop on in and dylan's like great i'm tired of walking yeah sophie's like hey psst Yo, the bad thing is inside of it. Yeah, she can tell. Because she's the one that's more in tune with magic. Mm-hmm. But we won't talk about it. Nope, it's fine. And they're like, no, we're good, actually. Don't worry about it. But he's like, I said get in the fucking car. And he like grabs Dylan and tries to drag him in through the window. And then quick thinking Sophie just unclips the leash on someone's dog. The that's only hanging out. dog in Halloween Town. Super normal looking dog. And she's like, get him, doggy. And he's like, no, not the dog oh my god i'm made of bones and he drives off yeah but (laughs) here's the thing yeah tell me the thing he knows where they're going yeah i don't think he can get out of the car makes no further attempt to stop them i think the car is attached to him yeah (laughs) he doesn't have legs he's just how does he hold little pedals he is the car oh he just thinks it and it go huh how nice yeah I don't know. It's just, we just don't. We don't see him again because they're like, "Huh, a dog chased him. He's in a car. He goes fast." I don't know the whole thing again. Yeah, and he never shows up been, again. He shows up at the very end, be like, "Bye." Oh yeah, because he's good now. You know, he's back to being his regular self. But like, mm-hmm. he's like, "I'll see you again. I can feel it in my bones." Oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, so they go back to Grandma's house. Yes, they make the witch's brew. Yes. Which is just dumping the ingredients in a little cauldron, I guess. Yeah. 
And then Marnie puts it in the talisman. Yep. And puts the lid on or whatever. And then she's like, ah, shit, I don't remember the spell. Mm-hmm. And she's just like making up some gibberish. And it doesn't work. Surprise. But Sophie remembers it. And she says, I thought it was cute, so I made it into a little song. I know. It's very cute. Yeah. So she says it. It starts to glow a little bit, but then it goes out. But then yeah. Marty's like, well, if we say it together, and they do. Mm-hmm. And then and it lights up. The fact that it's not written down in this recipe. Sloppy witch work. Uh, yeah, I agree. But anyway. They Dylan's didn't use like, the glitter either. The glitter no. probably would have helped. Yeah. Dylan is once again unhelpful, too mm-hmm. loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when Marnie says... Grandma said magic is about really wanting it. Yeah. So let's try it again and really want it this time. Mm-hmm. And they do and it works. Yeah. She's like, okay, great. So what do we do? We got to figure out where to put it. Because yeah. Aggie said something about installing it. So we have right. to figure out where we do that. So they leave. Marnie grabs Agatha's cloak on the way out. Her very recognizable statement piece that she's always wearing. Everybody yes. knows her by it. Little red riding hood. Exactly. So they're in the town square. They're like, what do we do? Where do we put this thing? So Yeah, they take it to the theater to see if having it near their mom and grandma will wake them up. And I guess Caliban is busy because he doesn't pay attention to them being there. So while they're there, that's when Marnie remembers that mortal see, mortal do. Mm -hmm. When you have a light on Halloween, where do you put it? You put it inside a jack-o'-lantern. There's a giant jack-o'-lantern in town. Maybe we should go put it in there. Yep. And they do that. Well, mm-hmm. they go to the giant pumpkin and they're about to put it in there. But of course, they have to argue about it first. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Dawn's like, don't do it. She's like, it's the only way that I have to save everybody. I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So she starts walking that way. She puts her hood up, starts walking that way. And then Luke stops her. He's mm-hmm. like, no, Marnie, I can't let you. And she's like, get the fuck out of my way, Luke. I'm going to kick your ass, but not right now because I'm busy. Yeah, they he argue about it. Yeah, he's like, it's a trap. Don't do it. And I'm sorry about earlier. I didn't realize the guy was like evil, evil. I just thought, you know, we're just having a laugh. It but was just a goofy, goofy joke. You know, I'm here now. I'm trying to help out. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's not do that. Yeah, let's hide. Yeah. This could have been done by now if everybody would stop getting in Marnie's way. Right. It would be in the pumpkin. Yeah. Because now we see that the Flappy Flappy Man has arrived. Outside of City Hall. Great. What's he doing? In the daylight. It's fine. Weird. <laughs> I mean, he brought like a big cloud with him, but he didn't like make it nighttime. It's definitely still daytime. Yeah. It's the, full day. The whole day is but happening. he's just standing there in the light. So whatever. They forgot. From here to there. Yeah. And he stands up there and gives the speech that's basically like, you know what? It's not fair that the mortals took the mortal world from us and banished us to this little old town where the mayor sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we should head back yeah. to the mortal world and take over. Because we could take over. Like, we're really powerful if we just tap into our right. evil side. You know, we could do it. Yeah. We could have it. It could be ours, you know. Unleash the evil that's in all of us. And everybody yeah. is kind of looking at him. We see one guy kind of be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But also it's like but this town is perfect for you yeah everybody have everything that you need happy everyone seems really happy and you can go back to the mortal world at any time but they don't so like it's fine anyway yeah but 
but he's like we are evil on the inside and we should get to be that and then poof he turns himself into calabar he looks like calabar oh my god it was oh calabar the whole time who knew yeah it's very surprising but marnie is like seriously i have to put this thing in the pumpkin and luke's like okay let me help you yes so calabar is saying the only thing that is stopping us the only thing standing in our way is the one who could stop us one of them cromwells i forget which one soapy (laughs) (laughs) but then he looks out at the crowd and says why there she is i can tell because her cloak is moving through the crowd very conspicuously yeah it must be her stop and give me the talisman right but not listening this person just keeps keeps moseying along heading this way now going this way Mm going we ducking and weaving through all the people and no one is like making a move to stop her yeah and he finally like flies down there. He's like, "How dare you, you know, ignore me?" And zaps the cloak a bunch, and then they fall. And then he pulls back. <gasps> oh my god, it's Luke. He says, "Trick or treat." <sighs> no, he doesn't. He says, "I fooled you." He says some, yeah, some F- dumb. Fooled you. He should have said trick or treat. He should have. <laughs> but he's just sassy with his last breath. And then yep. Calabar looks over and sees Marnie nearly in the pumpkin but she's looking back at him dramatically because everybody has to waste time because it makes it more dramatic. And he zaps <laughs> her too. And she freezes before she can install the talisman. She's just frozen on the edge of this pumpkin. Exactly like in the Black Cauldron when they have to drop it in the cauldron. What? And they're like almost there. Oh my god. And then he does And she's sacrificing it. herself. Yeah. This is just the Black Cauldron. <laughs> Black Cauldron's a Disney movie, so they're they're just like, we'll just rip off ourselves. It doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody liked that one. (laughs) Yeah, let's try again. Yeah. Um, But then, so she's she's defeated. She's frozen. So sad. And then Calabar turns to everybody else and is like, see, we're evil and evil is better. Join me. And everybody looks afraid. Yeah. They don't want this. They don't want this guy. But what choice do they have? Yeah. And then we hear inside Marnie's brain where it just sounds like a circus. It's really weird. <laughs> now we hear flashbacks from the rest of the movie of like her mom telling her that she can't do what she wants and Marnie feeling like she's not special. Yeah. And so she fights through the power of the magic just long enough to drop the talisman into the pumpkin, mm-hmm. lights up the pumpkin. It works. Everybody's awake. Everybody's fine again. Woohoo. Yeah, Calabar's defeated. Yeah. Dylan actually gives her a compliment. He's like, I'd say you got more than just the being weird part down. Great. Thank you, Dylan. Um, Grandma comes out. They're like, it was Calabar the whole time. Everybody's like, whoa, that's nuts. Never would have seen it coming. There's like 15 people in this town. Yeah. You didn't recognize the guy? Right. It's not a big city. The guy. (laughs) There's only so many guys. (laughs) Especially ones that are that tall. The flappy flappy stuff was distracting. A normal human shaped head. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Calabar's actually not dead yet. He's still he's still there. He's you know, he's fallen down. He's like, you'll never I and he starts monologuing like every villain has to, and he explains that it's all of this is because Gwen chose to marry a human man and not him. Yeah. And he's pissed about it. You could have been my queen, but you chose a human. Yeah, man. Named William. My name is Calabar. Sounds like a candy. <laughs> you chose William? You went with William Piper? God. What's wrong with you? But he he's like, this isn't over. And he grabs the talisman with his magic. Yeah. But then Aggie has something in her sleeve. Yeah. Never been mentioned before. She just pulls it out. It looks like a foot 
like a chicken foot or something. Yeah. It's like and everyone in the crowd goes, <gasps> yeah. And she just starts saying a spell. Yeah. And Gwen goes to help. Yeah, grabs her hand, starts saying the spell with her, and he's like, oh, oh, oh no. But he's like, Haha, I'm still I'm still here. You haven't defeated me. Like, I'm stronger than you. And then Dylan is getting all cranky by himself. He's like, ooh, that guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> he really does basically say, ooh, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I wish I could just why I ought to. And Marnie looks over at him, and his hands are, like, crackling with blue electricity. And she's like, Dylan? You're a witch. Yeah, you're a warlock. Oh Look my god. He's like, what? No, it's probably just... Eh. And she's like, could you shut the fuck up for one second and just help us? And so she goes, hey, chocolate bar! <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, is kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, candy bar is right there, but still great. She insults yeah. him. Yeah. This fucking clown. Um, And he's like, face it, you're defeated. You know, the magic of Agatha and when Cromwell is not enough to defeat me and she's like well what about and me and Dylan and Sophie and they all join hands well and start chanting well before Dylan that the four women are holding hands yeah kind of chanting ish mm-hmm. doesn't feel very powerful mm-hmm. and he's just kind of standing there watching yeah you know he's just like huh he's not like fighting back he's just kind of yeah waiting to be destroyed yeah and Dylan's standing behind them with his arms crossed yep and Marnie has to be like, dude. Hold my hand, please. Weren't you just mad like two seconds ago? Yeah. He's like, what the hell? I didn't know anyone was looking. <laughs> now so, you're paying attention. Then they join hands and they chant. And I, this moment could have been really cool, but it's very just like, Neh. Yep. They just say some words and then he disappears. Yep. Bye. It. Yeah. There's no cool effects or yeah it's like the middle of the day it's like high noon you know like there's no like no mystical anything and like what words are they chanting how do they know them i mean we could you know maybe okay sophie just knows them because she's really in tune but marnie we have seen throughout this whole thing is a shit witch dylan (laughs) shit witch (laughs) dylan doesn't want to be a warlock at all you know he thinks everything is just science so like if there had been maybe some kind of weird Cromwell family motto that they'd all known yeah. since they were born. Yeah. And they didn't know what it meant, but like... Tie it back to something. Yeah. And now in this moment, it's like, oh, that was actually a really powerful spell that we can use to whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just like, where are they getting this spell? How do they know what to say? Oh, what is this really thing? That would have been really cool, actually. Yeah. If there had been like, maybe like a carving over their front door yeah that had just been there their whole lives and their mom never explained it to them yeah but they all saw it every day yeah you know and their mom was like oh it's just good luck right it's just the family crest you know yeah i'm a cromwell you're a cromwell whatever but like that was actually what they were saying no i'm a cromwell i'm a cromwell (laughs) you're a cromwell we're a cromwell we're all cromwells hey (laughs) definitely and then zap zap is gone. Um, and so Halloween Town is saved for real this time. Yep. Um, there's a really nice little conversation here where Marnie apologizes. You know, I'm sorry for being so rude and so defiant. I'm sorry for thinking that you didn't, you know, care about me. And Gwen's like, I'm sorry for not trusting you, you know, and not yeah. and trying to live your life for you and make all these decisions for you. And so it's really nice. Um, I love to see adults apologize to children. Yeah. Um. Dylan just continues to be annoying. 
Because he He's doesn't like, oh, learn. it's probably like static electricity. Yeah. And then Luke, still in Agatha's cloak, goes sulking off. And Marnie goes over to thank him. And he pulls off the hood. And he has this giant honking nose now. And big ears. and Wrinkly face. face. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, that's right. The worst part is I didn't even do it for a good reason. I just did it so I could be handsome. Which is weird that they have human standards of beauty in this place full of witches. I know. It's like he stood out more yeah. looking like a human. You would think that that wouldn't be what would be desirable. Also, I didn't see a single other person his age. No. he He's hanging out with, at the very beginning, when Benny's like, stay away from that no good punk. He's hanging oh. out with two like vampire-y looking yeah. kids um, that like, run off. But... Yeah, I don't know. Again, another theme that could have been powerful if we see Luke's, you know, bedroom is covered with like stuff from the human world. Yeah. Or like that was he idolizes. Yeah, and so he wanted to be more human because it doesn't make sense for him to want to be that that would be considered handsome mm-hmm. in that world. Yeah. Cuz none of them look like that. Right. So yeah, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Except Caliban. Cal Calabar. Calabar. Candy bar. <laughs> Caliban, I think, was actually in our D&D campaign. Oh, yeah. Maybe so. Um, so it just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, he's no, like... No, and it could have been really cool, actually, if they had figured out how to tie that to, like, maybe that's how Gwen grew up, too, of wanting to be very normal human. Yeah. Idolizing the human world. And that's why she ran away and married a human man. And right. There could have been this parallel, you know, where she understands him because he wants to be normal, you know. Right. But no, that was a missed opportunity. Yep. He's like, I did all that evil shit and I still didn't even get a date with you. So what was the point? And it's like, what? You've known her for four hours. Yeah. And there was a there was something really big happening at the time, you know. Yeah. It wasn't like she's been here for months and you've been trying. Like there was, she came here to stop a very big bad thing that was happening. She's a little distracted. Yeah, and she, she's very much is like a date with me. What? Who have to you? do with anything? Yeah. yeah. But she, you know, he's like, I thought it would make me Prince Charming or some dumb shit like that again. Well, she kisses him on the cheek and yeah. he says, and I didn't even turn into a prince or something. Right. And she's like, no, you did that when you, you know, sacrificed yourself to help me. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, well, if you're ever back in Halloween town, look me up. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then You'll they be leave. easy to find. Right. But then Agatha comes over and is like, Luke, we've got a special job for you. Like, come with us. And so then they all are getting ready to leave on the bus back to the normal world. Because remember, we got to get there before midnight. Yep. The bus is running now again, I guess. Yep. And they're like, Luke, you're the bus driver now. Which I'm like, what happened to the old bus driver? Does Luke want to be the bus driver? Did that guy need that job? How old is Luke? Can he drive a bus? (laughs) I have very many questions about this. Yeah, it's a really weird thing to do. Yeah, it's not like he was like, dang, now I'm useless. Now I got to go back to the mines. Like, (laughs) they just decide he's the bus driver Or they didn't give him a job that's like, Let's help reopen the theater or help all these people who, you know, got hurt by your actions. Yeah. It's not even like a here, do this thing to make yourself feel redeemed. It's like drive this bus. Drive the bus. (laughs) Again, maybe the explanation is he gets to be in charge of traveling to the human world so he can see Marnie more often. 
They can continue like this once a year friendship. They can hang out more. I guess. But also he could just fucking visit once a year. Yeah. None of it makes any sense. I just I really don't. He's like a child. Yeah. Can he drop? I don't know. I hate it. I mean, we don't actually know how old he is, I guess. That's true. He could be like 500 years old. and That's even worse. It's just a strange like tacked on thing that doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's like the end of Anastasia. Yeah. Yeah. With the pink bat. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) But so Gwen is like, well, I had an idea. Mom, why don't you come live with us? Which seems bizarre. Because she's a witch and she's way more at home in Halloween town. But okay. She, you know, she's like my grandma when my mom was like, well, we're moving from California to Kentucky. See ya. And my grandmother was like, like hell you are without me. (laughs) And she moved across the country with us. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's just like that. She's like, I would rather be around my grandkids than anybody else. So sure, I'll come with you. And then Agatha's like, we can begin Marnie's training right away. And Gwen's like, oh, absolutely not. I'll be the one training her. (laughs) Ha ha. Redemption arc. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the movie. Yep. That's everybody waves. Bye. Benny's okay again. Bye. So nice to see you. Yeah. Wonder what happened to that dog. (laughs) (laughs) Benny ran him over. Uh, the end. The end. So replay, rewind. Have I talked you out of? No, I still like it. it. I do. I mean, I don't know. I think if. If you can be in the right headspace to not take it seriously. Yeah. I got kind of like swept up in it a little bit in the beginning and forgot to take notes for a while. So I was like, I guess I'll just watch this instead of like trying to go back. Um, And I think because I was just letting myself watch it and not analyzing it by taking notes. Yeah. I think I was able to enjoy it more. Maybe so. I just. I I I really kind of want. I I want to rewrite it. I want to do yeah. a Patreon episode on it because it has so much potential. Right. Well, that's not to sound like I'm making a joke. It's got the bones of like a really good story. Like, yeah, the, it's there. The potential is there. And like mm-hmm. a lot of good points are there, but they just gloss over too many things. Yeah. It would have been a really cool series if they had made it into like a Disney Channel original series. Yeah. Where they could like expand on a lot of concepts that they just kind of like breeze past and you're like, yeah. I'm sure somebody could come up with an explanation for why this makes sense. But in this context, it's like, well, what the fuck was right. that about? Oh, uh, we've moved on. Yeah. No time. Yeah. Gotta go. Why is there a dog here? Right. Whose dog <laughs> is that? Anybody missing their dog? Uh, yeah. I, I want to see the headless shelter. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe if they had just a little... A little pruning, you know? Yeah. Not either try to include all of these things. Yes. Just dive deeper into the things, into some of the things. Right. Yeah. Just go in one direction or the other. Simplify it or expand it. Yeah. Into a bigger series. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I, I guess I just, yeah, I liked the bones of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really, I know that Marnie was annoying, but I did, she, that actress just did a really good job. She did. Being an annoyed 13 year old i guess it's just because when you compare her to the other like for sure tropey yes. teenagers in the other movies that we've watched yeah i think just because marnie was super annoying and dylan was super annoying yeah. and luke was super smug and annoying and yeah. i was like this is, i don't really care if any of them succeed because mm-hmm. they're being so unlikable yeah and 
Arnie didn't really learn anything. No. She apologized to her mom, but she but got everything she wanted. She d- And she did apologize. She said, I'm sorry, there was more to Halloween Town than I knew, and you were right. Yeah. But it's like, is there? There's just a bad guy. Like, if that bad guy wasn't there, it would have been fine. It's true. That's it's- not what your mom was trying to protect you from. Yeah, she didn't want you to know that you were a witch, which is why she never let you and think we about magic. really got any reason why that either yeah because as far as we can tell i mean it's not like anything bad happened to gwen related to being a witch that we know of right and she is living a perfectly normal life in wherever they live Mm -hmm. but she is still a witch and so there's i see no downside to letting marnie know both sides of her existence and choose for herself yeah yeah again we should have seen something that just something bad that like, happened to Gwen that is she that was like why their dad died yeah is did something happen right. you know was there somebody because she if she had known that uh Calabar was out for her yeah and knew maybe that he would do anything to get to her including hurting her kids right then that would be a reason yes but I she didn't, didn't know that at all want either you to go to halloween town because bad things happen there or yeah i've been getting threatening nothing none of that no she's got no reason yeah to want to be normal unless she's just like i hate all those giant noses <laughs> <laughs> like yeah again i like doing things the hard way a lot of potential yeah for sure but did it make you cry no no the the scene where marnie and her mom are apologizing to each other my eyes were like we're a little itchy and i was like fucking <laughs> knock it off this movie is not worth even getting misty-eyed about and i was like you're right i'm sorry you you do love that though yeah, yeah. I, like i said i like when parents admit that they were wrong and listen yeah. to their kids and apologize and yeah so well that's stupid just like and Ugh. unrealistic i know <laughs> never happens <laughs> uh it came out october 17th 1998 um it had a budget of four million dollars which i think is pretty apparent yeah when they first it wasn't even um marketed to disney at first he was the people who wrote it were really trying to sell it to nbc oh and it was supposed to be a lot darker yeah actually the original ending was supposed to be marnie has to walk through this patch of woods to install the talisman and she keeps getting older and older as she goes along and so it keeps getting harder for her because she's aging rapidly as she's and that's like her sacrifice as she ends up at the end and she installs it but she's like a super old lady um to the point where they actually they made a cast of kimberly brown's face Hmm. so that they could make all these like aging makeups yeah you know as they go along and then they ended up just not doing that they did let her keep the cast of her face though that's cool which i think is fun she's got a lot of um like props from the movie they made a couple that she got to keep yeah yeah they made a couple of copies of the halloween town book and they only gave them to people that were in it she's Aww. got one of those she has calabar's little bat secretary man Aww. puppet she just has it in her house that's cool i yeah. would have that i'd be like look at this for sure just what's coming as well <laughs> <laughs> that's all it does um but yeah so they scrapped that and they made it a lot goofier and they got disney to pick it up but when he was pitching this movie he was like, I'm thinking 20 or $30 million budget. And they were like, you can make it. You get $4 million. You can <laughs> have like, four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Best I can do is four. <laughs> right. And he's like, all right, I guess. Uh, they shot the movie in 24 days, which I Damn. think is also apparent. They're really just like, fucking, let's go. Yeah. So it 
that both of those things I think really kind of nerfed its potential too. Yeah, for sure. I was just uh, reminded of, and I think we've talked about it on the show before, but the show The Tenth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Like the mini series from it came out in like the year two thousand. I feel like they could have done something on that level where yeah. it was like it was on you know like NBC or ABC or something. Yeah, you know, and it's like big budget, spread out over yeah six two hour episodes. Right, like that would have been tight. Yeah, would have been way more interesting. Yeah, um, it, I mean, but still, I know it's very beloved. I know a lot of people who really like it as an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People like this movie. Yeah. I'm just not one of them. That's fair. Uh, the only other thing that I have about it is that the original idea came from when the writer's daughter said, Dad, where do all the creepy creatures from Halloween go the other 364 days of the year? Yeah. And he was like, great question. What a cool idea that they have their own you know, town where they just go and live and they can just show up one day a year to be spooky and run around and yeah. cause problems. Like what we talked about, you know, with they should Solin be- and- all of those things last week. They should be in the South Pole. Santa's in the North Pole. They're <laughs> in the South Pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the King Turkey that rules over all of Thanksgiving. Kings. In a volcano. King Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a forest. <laughs> with turkeys. Yeah. Rooting around oh. for nuts. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving, next month we're going to do a movie about not Thanksgiving. It is about a time when a young girl's life turns hairy, when her new pet monkey turns out to be a trained pickpocket on the run from a scheming Romani person. Yep. We're really doing it this time, guess. Yeah, we... No fooling. We said we were going to do it before, and we didn't. Yeah, we had some changes to make. Yeah, we had some shit to do. So, we're doing it for November. Gonna be exciting. Maybe. I don't know. It might be real bad. I hope so. I hope so, too. I love the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, tell us about what holiday you would like to live in a world surrounded by and yeah. what that would look like. You can find us on Instagram, Gmail, Tumblr, Replay Rewind Podcast. You can tweet at us, Replay Rewind Pod, all those places. You can listen to our other episodes on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Music, you know, wherever the hell podcasts are listed for free. We will be there. You can go check out our Patreon for bonus episodes. There's a lot of remixes there where we took some movies that we already covered, scrambled them around. We do some adult movies every once in a while. Not like Not capital A adult, but you porn. know, R-rated movies. Yeah. Um, PG-13 sometimes. That's great. We'll mail you a sticker mm-hmm. in the physical out. mail, an envelope and everything. Shout your name out on the show. Yep. Put, get your name tattooed on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a growing list. Yes. Get on it before we run out of room. I got a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fine. In the meantime, stay fresh. Pillowcases full of candy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.